Hey guys, this is Phil. And I'm John from World's First Cinema. We're hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. What's up guys, Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I am hanging out with World's First Cinema here in this. This room feels like we're in some kind of dungeon. Yeah. I kind of dig it. I kind of dig the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, how are you guys doing? Congrats on the new release of the EP. Thank you. Yeah, doing good. Yeah. yeah. Just had a nice breakfast sandwich, so yeah, feel good. Awesome. Congratulations with Palm Reader. Uh, this is the first taste for me. This is my first experience of, of this project with you guys. And I instantly fell in love with just the cinematics of, of this uh, EP as a whole. Cinematics, vocals, the violin. I'm a sucker for violin. And that the there fact that go. that's on there was incredible. I want to dive in and talk about that creative process between the two sure. of you and like yeah. what that how that kind of like kickstarted when you guys started like to think about you know, creating a new track or even creating this EP as a whole. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as the creative process goes, like, I mean, we started this whole project just roughly based on making something a little more cinematic, like mm. inspired by films. It actually started as a project that was just meant to be uh, sync music. So like pitch directly for TV. Yeah. And, films, and then it's kind of like spiraled out of control and became a whole band. Um, so yeah, I mean, in terms of our creative process, like usually starts on keys and violin and melodies and like I get a kind of a blueprint going and then uh, Phil takes all my mess of ideas and turns it into not nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we kind yeah, of pass it much. back and forth until it's done. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, what are your comments on the situation? Pretty, pretty spot on. I think that's pretty much wrapped it up, yeah. Yeah. No, I think I'm good. <laughs> so for me, John, this is the first time listening to you or getting to know you as an artist. Like I didn't know anything about you prior to that. Phil, I've worked with you previous with my old project, uh, Punk Videos Rock, with your early totally. ages of, of neck deep. So I've, I'm familiar with the stuff that you've done and, mm -hmm. you know, the different paths that you've done, like yeah. in the music industry. How do the two of you kind of come together in like that initial process of like working together for the first time? Like, was that like a... Did it feel like a natural progression or did it feel like you guys had to like get to know each other a little bit more before you started to collaborate? Not really. I mean, we, we just met through a mutual friend, like a friend of ours was having like a hangout kind of game night at his place um, locally. And we met there and kind of hit it off and was chatting and sort of getting to know each other a bit. And then obviously like followed each other on social media and checked out each other's stuff. And then yeah. kind of casually was just like. I was trying to do some sync stuff and was like, oh, this dude's got a really great voice. Like he could be cool to do some stuff with. Like, let's just have a session and see what happens. I mean, I feel it's a very like LA thing. You know, it's like everyone's kind of just yeah. here doing that similar stuff. So to, to meet someone new and try and make some music with them isn't a particularly strange thing. Um, I feel I feel like it was, it was cool because it was nice and natural though. Yeah. Like it really, yeah. I was doing my own thing uh st Clair, like my old project and i think i was kind of ready for a change but i was fully invested in a solo project y you were looking for like kind of side mm. stuff or like you know just more creative stuff and like i said it didn't start as a band it was like okay it's yeah. you and me now and we're in yeah. a band it did not start that way it just sort of naturally like slid down <laughs> and we yeah had, like a handful of songs that we felt really cool about like we, we had our first session and we wrote like two songs in the first session both of which ended up on the first EP we did. And then we just kept doing that for a while. And then we had this yeah. big group of songs and started having ideas about how it could look and feel. And then it was like, oh, okay, like this is this is something we're going to do, you know? Right. Yeah. How did you go from that first EP, which had like a more of a darker kind of mood to like this more brighter cinematic kind of EP with Palm Reader? 
I think it's a natural just progression of our style, you know, like when it first started, it was really, really overtly cinematic and, you know, based in sync and like kind of made for TV inspiration. And as as it's become more of a band, like our style has just evolved, you know, into making those kind of songs, Yeah, you know, and the branding's always going to change, you know, even in the future, it's always going to like... I would see it as like the first EP was really cinematic. Second EP was like dark and rocky and then Palm Reader EP is like much more melodic and emotional and i feel like those are the three big kind of key areas of what we like to do so it's kind of like we've done an ep of each flavor and now the album we're going to do that's coming out next year is kind of be the culmination of all of them sort of thing what is that process like between the two of you though though because you give us this i mean it's different styles throughout as you mentioned throughout each ep so do you come into the idea of like today we want to kind of work on this kind of style or is it also another natural progression where it's just like you start working on something and that's what kind of happens yeah it's more like individual songs it's like here's a cool little start of an idea like we're not really thinking about the tone of it or where it fits in any record we're just like here's a cool song and then we do enough of them that like it's like oh we've got like 12 now but if you put these five together that feels like a really cool ep or we'll also write i mean 25 30 40 songs to come up with the six or seven that end up yeah yeah i mean we won't like finish them and write them all the way but like you know just little voice memos or little demo starts like and then it might be a case of like oh we've got like five that sound like this so now we need one that's a bit like this Mm -hmm. and we'll look at some ideas and like oh this one kind of feels like that yeah um so yeah we yeah it's always kind of fluid i think with this ep uh you guys produced all tracks except for love you now kyle black has stepped in on this one um what was that process like with Kyle Black and why did you feel that like that only one song well fit with with the different so I, we had already done Love You Now and it was fully produced and it wasn't a different song it's just we wanted to go and like recut vocals for yeah. the record just because you know Kyle's a really awesome producer in general but vocal producer and has this beautiful studio we just wanted to like polish it and feel like it was really fresh and new and Love You Now is probably the most like rock orientated song we've done so it's mm. very guitar drum based and i'd done all the guitars but like he has way nicer guitars and yeah amps than me. so <laughs> yeah we were like let's redo the vocals and then recut the guitars and while in that process a few little things got switched around and stuff so he ended up yeah. kind of being a co-producer on it but yeah, yeah it was fun I, we also recut like all the vocals for the other songs with him too okay so we were already in there for the record and he was you know helping us make the dream happen and then yeah we ended up taking parts of love you now apart and putting it back together with him it was, yeah it's yeah. it cool it sounds really good love you now caught my eye because or my ear because i've never heard a roller co- roller coaster vocal like you did with love you now I, like i was like that was dope like i really dug that <laughs> Was that like a first take thing, like naturally just happen, or did you guys actively try and do something different this time around? Definitely not first take. A <laughs> <laughs> song's first take in the sense of like the writing of it. Oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. there was ever like another. That's yeah. There was just like this that kind of melody you had. And then, well, that's actually the. Like, I remember that one. Yeah, man. that's a. That's that a, was so yeah. old. Too. I know. That was like one of the we, first songs we ever wrote. I remember I was in. Uh, we were in Guitar Center, and we were like. Yeah, I mean, that song was one of, like, the first patterns, blueprints that we ever yeah. put down. And we were in Guitar Center, and I was like, I feel like I have this crazy idea. And I went over to one of the demo the pianos, and I was like, <laughs> and 
Yeah, I mean, we've like, had it forever. Sick. It reminded so, me of like Journey or something. It's like very. I was like, yo, yeah. if we produce this, just like an old like eighties rock power ballad. That would yeah. be so funny. Like, and that's yeah. truly it. It's like actually yeah. kind of weird that we've even done it in a way because it's yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's it's like this fun. whole project though. Yeah, it's like we think it's fun, <laughs> so I don't really care. Yeah, the rock opera sort of thing. Like, yeah, and it had all these big. You know, we added all these big kind of like cinematic dynamics to it. Like yeah. it starts so small, and then it gets so big, and then it goes small, and there's all these big like impacts yeah. and string arrangements and it's just adhd it was just like a, it was honestly kind of a goof i just think yeah. it sounds like journey or yeah. something and i'm like that's dope yeah. we had way too much fun with that song i i i i think there are a few more of those in our future too and maybe even on the album like some just crazy like, yeah runaway kind of you know yeah goof songs um but yeah no i mean it was always written that way you know per your um comment yeah because it was yeah it was just that's how it was always written. That was such so. a moment for me. Like I had to like rewind it and like <laughs> listen to it again. I don't know what it is. It's something new to me. Like so, you know, it was it wasn't your your typical like I'm going up and then I'm going back down. Like right. it was yeah. definitely a roller coaster on that. Um. So and then I I guess it's safe to say that's probably my favorite song on the on oh, the EP. But I'm also gravitating uh, towards Palm Reader as well because of the violin that you listen to uh, on the track. What is it? Uh, what has it been like incorporating strings into your music? Is th is that something that you kind of have to work around the strings uh, during the writing process? I, I feel like, um, I mean, like ironically, I use strings more in this project than in my solo project, mm -hmm. um, and they're just everywhere. Like even if they're not the focus, yeah. uh, like in Holy Water and the verses and stuff, like they're freaking everywhere. Yeah. Like they're you know panned left and right throughout the whole song and like there's pads and swoops and the strings going on like crazy but i feel like when we use it as a lead we kind of treat it like it's like a different alien guitar or something like that <laughs> yeah. you know but it's cool i feel like in terms of how we use it it's a cool sound and it, it makes us a little bit different and yeah it's really fun yeah and then on stage like when you play it live with an electric violin it's like really cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. does, it's fun using it like a rock instrument you know yeah, like yeah. when doing weird processing on it. i mean we have like palm reader and sos and red run cold that kind of follow that format of like you know the drop per se we don't not necessarily a chorus but more like a, a instrumental chorus and just yeah doing weird sounds yeah yeah how does incorporating the violin impact your 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 writing for the guitar um it's weird it, yeah it doesn't it doesn't really because yeah like i don't really i don't necessarily think in terms of guitar when producing for wfc because it's like so and every song is different so it's like hard to say because you know it, that that's the thing about this project it's not like a pop punk project where every song is guitar drums and bass like that's the format like we have songs that are just piano or like weird like electronic <clears> songs and yeah, I don't know. Palm Reader is a perfect example. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah I, I don't... I think of it in terms of, like, the production of the song rather than guitar. And then, like, when we're yeah. working on it, like, sometimes there's really obvious... You know, for example, like, Young Beast, a song that we have on our second EP, yeah. which is an instrumental hook again. It's like a big guitar riff. I remember John had that, like... It was like a piano riff. It was just like the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. The melody on piano... I was like, oh, dude, that would be such a good, like, guitar riff. And then we did it, and it was like, oh, yeah, that makes great sense. But then Palm Reader was the same thing, but it's like, oh, that melody sounds so good on piano um, or violin or whatever it is. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I've never, I've never felt like there's any competition there. Mm. There's still time though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there can't be competition because I don't give. I'm, I'm not a guitar guy. I'm not a guitar guy at all. Yeah. I love playing guitar. I like guitar, but I'm not. I don't give a shit. Like I, I, because I get to produce the stuff. I'm having so much fun making it sound cool. I'm not thinking about me playing it on stage. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I actually would uh, rather there be no guitar. The less guitar I have to play on stage, the happier I am. Do you even want to be in this project? I absolutely want to be in a project, but I don't want to have to be responsible for like the insane parts all the time. Yeah. I just want the song to sound dope, guitar or not, you know? Sounds like you don't want to do anything. I'll just do violin instead. You got it. So, I mean, my other question was going to be like, how do you separate the artist from the producer? But it looks like you don't even want to be the artist in the first place. No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. It's more, it's more that like, I want to be, I want to view it. Like, I want to be able to see it and hear it. Like I'm in the crowd of it. Cause I love it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to have to hear it from the other side right you know what i mean well st- i mean phil just doesn't have much of a stage ego like you just don't really, that's really which I is mean, really nice that's really nice because i have a huge stage ego so like yeah that's the whole yeah. that's the whole point right i feel like, like now you gotta listen to my vocals now you gotta listen to my violin <laughs> <laughs> no but like some people you know and I, i've had a lot of experience with that like where you know that whether it's bass or drums or whatever it's like my instrument is drums and I care about the drums. I don't care about the song. I care about what I'm gonna play on this part. And that's a very like rock alt scene kind of mentality with a lot of people. And I get it. Cause it's like, if you're not, and I get it. Cause when I, in my old band, I wasn't producing any of this stuff. So the only thing you are responsible for is the part you play. So you want it to be fun. You want it to be interesting. You want it to stand yeah. out and you want to be able to yeah. flex. But like when it's only two people and we produce everything ourselves, like I'm making the song. So I get to listen to the whole thing and be stoked about how it sounds. So like when it comes to actually playing a part, I don't care what I'm playing. Yeah. I care about like how that feel. Yeah. yeah, I want the feeling of the song. I couldn't give a f- if you can shred on guitar. Yeah. Just doesn't interest me. Like, yeah. how does that song make you feel? How does it sound? And like, what's the, what's the like world that that song creates? Like, yeah. that's the thing that makes me stoked. Which is why this is such a fun project because it's yeah. so catered towards that type of it's such mentality. a cool canvas to, yeah. we've yeah. we've like set it up in a way where we kind of just get to do whatever we want mm. which is something i never felt like i could do with my old project right. you know it was like way more pigeonholed totally you yeah know? It's not, i wouldn't even necessarily say pigeonhole just like you know you, you start a band or you release records and it, and it feels that sound you know if, if you like yeah you know if a band like st Clair like suddenly and you know super heavy rock track it would be a bit like wait what yeah but like doesn't we've work. kind of been able to yeah. you know mix it up a bit which is fun yeah, yeah. yeah it's been do fun. you guys feel like you had any challenges during the creative process the writing or the recording process of, of this ep <sighs> no i don't think so no i mean we've we're still at a point where we we really are just doing whatever we think sounds fun <laughs> yeah like every this is I the first never changes yeah, yeah this is the first record that went out on fearless obviously but it was already done before we even signed and they had already heard it and loved it so there was no yeah when we wrote that the palm reader ep all the track they were done ages ago and like we weren't thinking about like mm, does this fit into our thing we were just like yeah we'll just write bangers and the ones we like yeah. you know we always think about <clears throat> the record and how it feels to the branding and all the thing but yeah, you know, we have yeah. written songs. It doesn't happen often. But we have written songs where we maybe do it and we look back at it and go, that's a really cool song, but it doesn't really work for us. Yeah. yeah. You know, but yeah. generally it's just like, do we think this is cool? Yeah. 
then fucking then it's cool yeah i I just like uh, we've never really had a creative process problem really i feel super lucky i've i mean everyone's got an ego and like stuff but i feel like our situation we've always i've always thought of it as like you know little jigsaw puzzle pieces that just happen to be the ones that fit next to each other like i feel like our strengths and weaknesses balance really well like either one of us can tell the other one that like that's a terrible shitty idea and we're not using it and there's no like hurt feelings like no one gets butt hurt it's just it's just smooth it's yeah. we've never had that like we don't really butt heads in that way you know what about like lyric wise like was there like a particular lyric on a song that was giving you guys the hardest time to kind of finalize or even figure literally out what that chorus might be all of them yeah, <laughs> literally every lyric yeah most. that's um, my least favorite part of yeah. making music yeah, yeah. John's and a really good yeah. lyricist though but i'm a it so it's a lot of like they'll be like dude this verse and i'm like yeah no they'll be like no what do you mean it's so good and i'm like it's gibberish i don't i can't have sounds that. like a guitar yeah it sounds like a guitar i hate it um but then in doing that we agonize over it and i do i am yeah. proud of all of those i think our lyrics are yeah. something that we we you know sh- help us kind of show how much we care about it because we never really just throw lyrics in they all try yeah. to paint a really solid cohesive story and vision and that kind of stuff so or have like you know intertwined lore and stuff there's a bunch of fun like easter eggs kind of strewn about all our songs yeah yeah now the experience i get listening to the album or the ep gets me excited for a live show uh are there any plans for that anytime soon like are you guys looking to do like a proper tour for this ep or do you guys want to wait for the tour for like more of a full body of work oh i mean next year will be when it really happens, like obviously we're right at the end of the year now, so we, we don't have any shows this year. Um, we're kind of just deep in working on the album. Um, but yeah, we'll be you know announcing an album and stuff at a certain point next year, and we'll be touring all around it. Hopefully, yeah. What do you think? Fucking now. This project, like as much as it was sort of written with cinematics in mind, it's like it was always meant to be theatrical. Like it was yeah. written for the stage for sure in my mind. Like every time we write a song. The like first, second, third thing I think about it is like, wow, would this look on stage? Yeah. How would this feel on stage? Like this, how does this come off? You know, it's impactful. I, it's impactful. Just looking at the yeah. videos, like you guys did in the theater, and I'm just like, whoa, like that's really sick. Like I feel like it's gonna be massive when you guys decide to start touring it. Yeah, I mean, we we obviously we've only done the one tour so far, but it went great, and it was a real like proof of concept moment for us. You know, it was a great yeah. tour, and we got to you know show what we do live and it was like oh shit every night was very like oh man this weird and cool yeah Um, you could see people's faces they're just like what is happening like who who are you like (laughs) why are you wearing (laughs) why are you wearing cloaks and why are you playing violin yeah why is there a candelabra on like so cool you know (laughs) people kind of like okay yeah you know (laughs) For the for the tour we did, it was when we were like right in the middle of like releasing all of our stuff for our second EP, and we do all these like instrumental kind of cinematic scores of the songs as well, and we play them live, and they kind of intertwine the songs, and we had this like voice actor this old grizzly dude from scotland record these like poems that we wrote and he I honestly he forgot like about a wizard that and yeah. so like we walk on stage like this old scottish man reading poems over like orchestral yeah. music where in cloaks so yeah. it's like yeah it's like a thing That's and everyone's like what's going yeah. on everyone came there for the struts and they're like <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's happening <laughs> what is this cult yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's awesome. Well, I'm Big, looking cool forward energy. to that. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Congratulations with the ZP. I'm excited that I got introduced to you guys. Uh, I'm bummed that it's just now, but I'm super excited that now is the time. So it's, I'm, it's just the beginning, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. So, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me. You guys be sure to check out World for Cinema. Uh, the EP is out now. Palm Reader. And thanks for watching our Front Row Live. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.